For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Okay, good morning, everybody, and welcome to New Jersey 101.5's Facebook Live. It's our weekly podcast. Jim Gerhardt, Bob Williams here, and Jim, it's another week at home with Jim and Bob. Uh, yeah, I, I see you're ready for the Mets opener today. <laughs> yeah, today is opening day. Why not? Get out your gear. Let's go, Mets. Got my yeah. uh, got my hat, got my shirt, I got my T-shirt on. What else I got here? I got my Dwight Gooden mug up here. Got my blanket in the back. I'm all set to go. You're way ahead of me. This They're actually playing today? No, no, no. But the, today would have been. Imagine your wishful thinking. Yeah. Today would have been opening day. So yeah. on the calendar, that's what it said. So I'm just celebrating opening day. I'm not letting any of this get in my way of uh, spring and marching forward. So what we'd, we'd like to do is hear from you people, anybody watching this. Uh, your take, your concerns. I think most of the information about this so far, I think, and people's questions and their feelings have been sort of whipped to death because you've got every TV radio outlet in the country going full bore on this. So uh, just uh, if you would like to, if, if something has happened, and a few things did happen, of course, that, that big bailout, which uh, in my view bodes to be ultimately the biggest what uh den of fraud <laughs> ever in the history of the world not that it's not needed needed i have no problem with that but the fact is that people americans seem somehow to be very geared for playing systems mm-hmm. some people many people yeah and so there's going to be i don't know what this i don't know what the games are but yeah. there will be games there will be people playing the system Mm-hmm. And so our biggest concern is somehow trying to uh, hold people's feet to the fire to, to be honest about this thing, because it's a whopper. It's huge. Yep. And uh, if, if you're out there this morning, we're so glad you're out there. So many people have so many concerns. Uh, we're just looking for your your feelings this morning. Uh, how are you feeling about the uh, stimulus that's uh, going to be uh, coming through uh, the, the checks from the government? Um, we're open to uh, letting you do a business shout out for uh, a great business that's trying to do some work here that needs some help. How about somebody that's done a great thing for somebody here in New Jersey or a group that's really just uh, pitching in when they really need help? And how do you feel about the restrictions? So many things out there. We're looking for your comments and we'd love to, to read them back and share them with everybody. Well, so how are you going with this? Have you let, uh, oh, by the way, uh, we're, you're broadcasting second week in a row from stately Jim Gerhardt Manor, right? Lee Gerhardt Manor from the the vault, the hallowed halls and the the vaulted <laughs> halls of, of Gerhardt Manor. Yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, the business with with the bailout is very difficult to understand. I think they really haven't completed it yet. They're still kind of negotiating. But uh, right off the bat, you get what is it, twenty five million dollars to the Kennedy Center for the yeah. Arts, right? Un- 
I don't know how many millions and millions of dollars to the, what is it, the National Foundation for the Arts or something. Right, PBS gets them uh, money too. (laughs) Who cares about the arts right now up to our latissimus dorsi in a crisis when people are hurting? People need this. I can't believe the gall that the Congress had to stall this thing for days when there are people out there (laughs) who, who need it. They need it now. They don't need it until... Somehow the politicians play around to, to squeeze in. In other words, they take this bill and then they give it a politically correct enema, you know, squeeze more stuff in. Right. And it's uh, it's a crime. Yeah. But, I mean, it, yeah. It, could, it could have been approved uh, what earlier this week, uh, Sunday, yeah. Monday. And, and the interesting thing is watching the president at the press conference. I'm sure he was biting his tongue when he had to say, well, we had to negotiate. We had to give them this. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, let, let's I'd like to see what people take on this. I'd like to hear because I know the take of practically everybody on television yeah. <laughs> and the radio. But I'd like to get yours if you're if you're seeing this. Mm. So, Bob, you can see what's what's happening. there. Yes. Uh, let us let us know what's uh, what you're feeling about this. And we'd uh, love to, to share with you. We're still waiting for a couple of comments to come in. Right. But uh, how, how's your week been? Have you have you been out at all? Are you walking around with the dogs or anything? Oh, no, I'm I'm having a great time. Tell you the truth, I mean this, this may sound like some kind of sick humor, but uh, you know I'm not jumping up and down in joy. But we're very comfortably battened down, and just happen to have uh, toilet paper. <laughs> so <laughs> that, 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 that that's something that is is uh, the relationship between American people and toilet paper. I uh, something. Remember back in the early 90s, they had the toilet paper riots in New Jersey. People, <laughs> thousands, thousands of people went to Trenton and threw toilet paper at the state house. This was after the uh, so-called Florio tax increase. And one of the taxes was on toilet paper, <laughs> which was a pretty dumb thing for them to do, but they did. So people in New Jersey said, in effect, tax me into penury, but don't mess with my toilet paper. Right. Uh, I, I, it didn't dawn on me until the other day why you get some of this extreme hoarding. I think people plan to sell this, is I, what they're doing. Well, now, you can somebody goes in and you buy up, or you, when you could get it, you buy up shopping basket after basket with toilet paper, you stash it away in your garage, then you wait. And when people in your neighborhood start running out of toilet paper, you hold a chili cook off. In your yard, you entertain the whole neighborhood with a big chili dinner free. And uh, then the next day, you set up out front with all of your toilet paper for $20 a roll. That's a so, great idea. Well, I'll tell you, a lot of people have a lot of uh, uh, supplies that they're really not going to need when this is all over. And again, we said last week, it's a very good idea to really start earmarking on where you're going to donate all of this extra food and all these canned goods, either your local food pantry, soup kitchen, the uh, social services in your town. So many places could really use all of this extra surplus that we're not going to need at some point. Yeah, I I have, uh, you've probably seen the uh, television commercial, you know, talking about the toilet paper. Uh, The man, what is it, William Devane, and he comes on, I think the last time was on the deck of a battleship. Yeah. And he said, you remember that commercial? And he says, when America is in crisis, I do two things. Number one, I put up a flag. I support our great country. Number two, I buy toilet paper. 
Uh, no, I think he oh. meant I'd buy gold. Well, I'm doing my version of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there are certain situations in life when it might be more precious than gold. Oh, just one more thing about toilet paper. I love this. <laughs> this was in Australia. An Australian newspaper printed a special edition with eight blank pages. So the people who bought the paper could use it for toilet paper. Apparently, it's all over the world. In Australia, they're, they're, they're selling out of it. So, uh, all right, so much for toilet <laughs> But it, it is uh, uh, something such. There's so many new phenomena things going on right now. So uh, the, uh, the, the uh, other thing about the, the bailout, and uh, I, 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 we can't know everything that went on, but currently Mrs. Pelosi is under fire yeah. in many quarters for what we are told. And this is just what we are told, that she a, an agreement had been made to come up with this bailout a couple of days ago over the weekend. And uh, she, now I quote, flew into Washington. Now, whether it was in an airplane or on a broomstick, uh, again, is yet to be determined. But she, quote, flew into Washington and then held this thing up while they squeezed in some politically correct stuff. Now, here's an interesting thought. I've gotten emails, which I get from everybody under the sun asking for money. But on one of the uh, sources of this, I'm getting emails that uh, want you to support impeachment for Mrs. Pelosi over this. Mm -hmm. I think you could go further than that if you wanted. Now, I'm not suggesting they do that, and I'm sure it will never be done. I think under the circumstances, she might be accused of treason. Now, considering we're told this is a war on the virus, right? War, mm -hmm. total mobilization. So anybody who would try to uh, restrain the effort or to interfere with the battle, with the effort, if your country's at war, that is considered treason. So that, uh, and again, we don't know what happened there. I know that you're talking about her flying in. I remember when uh, the former term, the Obama administration, when she first became the speaker, that she was using a government plane, and this apparently was a large jet, right. just for herself to fly every weekend back to uh, back to California and back. So I don't know what she's flying in now, but again, I think the broom is not uh, uh, out of the question. Yeah. Got, so, a couple, got a couple of comments here. Uh, Colin Patrick says in his community, we don't know what community, but the local Knights of Columbus are out shopping for seniors, providing meals for those in need. That's a wonderful thing to do because the seniors are the ones that are really shut in and yeah. really have to protect themselves from this uh, possible spread. Well, and again, people with compromised immunity systems, I uh, am very anxious to see statistics and we're getting them slowly. But maybe when this thing dies down a bit, you'll get statistics on who just is most vulnerable. In New Jersey, I did some calculating this morning and the death rate, uh, that's a terrible thing to have to talk about, but the death rate is like 0 0.013 or something. I mean, it's very, very low. And it seems like most of the people who are hardest hit succumb to this, and also those who get most seriously ill, already have problems. The first person in New Jersey, the first death from this coronavirus, this man had, and I think we've discussed that before, he had about four very serious illnesses, any one of which could have done him in. Yeah. And 
which leads to something that I hope after this is over, that people will stop and think and get ready for the next wave, which is sure to come. If nothing else, this one, in all probability, will be around. It'll be back again next year. Right, but in so, a couple of couple of uh, cycles, uh, I think well, I heard uh, uh, Dr. Bix, the uh, the national CDC uh, person, that said that uh, that that it's going to be with us for the next two flu seasons. Also, remember that this particular virus is said to be zo uh, zoomorphic, which means it could spread to animals. If it came from, oh. it could it could jump. I couldn't so imagine you, not hugging my bulldog or putting him in uh, quarantine for. But if he's six feet away from your dog, that's that's probably the best. No. But seriously, and, and I think, think about this, whipping yourself into shape. Now, for many people, I, I'm not talking to you particularly, but pay some attention to your body and your body's defenses, which is the best defense again. So they can spend all the money they want. They can come up with all the drugs in the world. But the best defense you have is that that you have anyway. Right. But our systems have been so compromised, essentially by the environment, some of the toxins in it, uh, by our almost poison food supply. So give some thought. And, and, and uh, what is the high percentage of people with, with, uh, with diabetes? Well, and that, that is these conditions that make you vulnerable. Right. So what's the best way to get over that, if you can, is, again, diet. Mm -hmm. And I think you know that. Uh, you certainly have seen it. And, and it has, has remarkable results. So look into that. Bone up on nutrition and take the time between this one and the next wave, when the next wave hits, and uh, try to get your body detoxed, get into habits and patterns of eating fresh, whole foods when possible, and try to avoid things that will tend to compromise your, your immune system. That's your best defense. Yeah. And I hope maybe people will do that. What's, well, your, this, what's your feeling about these uh, drugs that are being used um, to combat the symptoms of the virus, the uh, Zithromax and the, hope I'm saying this correctly, hydroxychloridin, I believe it is. Uh, how do you feel about the use of that? I mean, it hasn't been officially approved, but apparently a lot of, uh, physicians are prescribing it for their uh, individual patients. I have no feelings at all about it. I, uh, you know, I can't even pronounce it, but, uh, you know, one is hopeful. There was uh, one story of a, of, a, of, a, of a gentleman out in uh, Arizona who used a form of that clonidin, uh, 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 chloridin, uh, but it was a phosphate and it was an aquarium cleaner. And he took a dose self-medicated and he wound up dying. And his wife also took it and she survived, but she uh, certainly did not do well. So, I mean, that's a lesson right there. You, you don't take something that's not prescribed or suggested by your doctor you don't do you don't do the self-medicated thing especially in a situation like this you know you talk about people telling about their their feelings their take on it i think this has been so much publicized there's very little original that anybody can say i i again i've noticed something from the uh, press conferences no, a few things that they have the president and his, and his task force his group is that People will ask questions that cannot be answered, and yet they will answer them. Uh, and it, it, again, it goes nowhere. For example, constantly people are asked, and this is supposed to be by intelligent reporters, when is this going to be over? Who in the world knows? Yeah. And But again, people, and I suppose this is something that is inbred in the political people, you cannot say, I don't know, 
But there's nothing wrong with that. Right. And there's so much we don't know. We do not know. We're learning, and they're learning very quickly. And it's okay not to know at this point when it's well, going to be over. You just gotta, you just gotta, you know, re- release your control, relent. You you can't be in control of this situation because it's right now it's uncontrollable. Hey, I uh, got a comment from Darlene. She wants to know: Can anybody explain to her why Congress? always seems to squeeze more unrelated items into any bill. Why can't they just vote on everything individually? It would be certainly, let me see what she say. Yeah, certainly a lot uh, better, and it would certainly help uh, a lot of these people get reelected as opposed to being, um, you know, uh, looked at or why they do something like that. A politic, oh, wait a minute, I have a wardrobe malfunction here, Bob. Look, I got the wrong hat on today. Holy oh. <laughs> cow. A wardrobe malfunction. I, I'm disgraced. <laughs> yeah, well, of, of course they do. I mean, this is tradition. And every bill that comes down just about has these, uh, what do they call them, earmarks? Right. Or bookmark, whatever they call it. And they will slip in something that has absolutely nothing to do with the bill, but does throw a whole pile of money, cash back into the district. Of a of a politician, and it's a scam. It's something they all do. Mm-hmm. You can have a bill that, uh, again, like this one, that's supposed to be one hundred percent directed toward relief of people, taking care of the American people. And what happens is, they slip in all manner of stuff. What do you have? Uh, uh, hot more power for labor unions. That does nothing to ease the the, the crisis. And all of these gifts that are going out to these organizations, oh, the windmill business. Uh, what's what is? But it is so endemic to the political process in Washington that even people on the other side of the aisle, if they didn't do it, or, or <laughs> believe me, they've thought about it. So everybody tries to make something out of this. You and also, like, you, yeah. Yeah, so so in answer to the. Uh, to the person who made the comment. It's the way they operate, and this is what made me think of the grip hat. As long as you keep sending the same people back, this environment, this climate, this culture is going to continue. Right. They're down there serving themselves. You are of peripheral interest to the average politician. His own career is the number one thing on the agenda, and to solidify that, he does anything possible to draw voters yeah. naturally keep the job to preserve the job because apparently it's a good job play your cards right you can go in poor and come out rich many people do that in the senate now look, look at the insider trading scandal that's going on right now right hey, that's uh, that's in, in, involving several uh, several well, senators and, and it's not a matter of did they do it of course they did it and they've been doing it for years, decades. What are they going to do? Now, here's, here's this, this lady, apparently, who was just appointed to the United States Senate. Her husband owns or runs the New York Stock Exchange. Hmm. And she's pretending she doesn't know anything about finance. And she's been in that business. And she didn't know that she was selling that stock, a million dollars worth of stock, dumping it. Uh, once they were briefed, you know, somehow uh, briefing in on this and the likely course of it. But they all did it. Now, what are they going to do to them? What happens? They will be investigated by the Senate Ethics Committee. Ethics schmethics is the motto of the United. I don't know what that is in Latin, but it should be put on the flag somehow or other. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, 
that that goes nowhere. That, that's like that's like being investigated by your family who's sharing in the the spoils. Right. So anyway, the the question that the person asks is a great question, and it's been asked, it's been asked and asked and asked. Therefore, my suggestion. This is why I have the hat that says G R I P. That is grip. That stands for get rid of incumbent politicians. And if you go to the polls and you have to hold your nose sometime to do this, vote against any incumbent. Now, the trick is that if you vote them out, the next bunch coming in are probably not going to be any better because they come out of the same culture. But you do that one or two or three times, they're going to start listening to you. Somebody's going to start listening to you because you have to have the job. The job is your key to the Treasury for a politician. That 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 is a, a a slick, smooth path to the trough. Right. Is it getting elected? Once you're out, then all you can do you can do well because if you had a term or two, you can become a lobbyist and get right back into the same culture again on the other end of it. But uh, this is this is a them versus us sort of a thing. Yeah. It's a, it's so, a shame that uh, you know when the, some of the uh, the senators were talking last night, they they basically said the same thing. We had to give in. We had to give in to some of those pork yeah. projects just to get uh, this thing passed for the American people because enough time. Because right now, I believe these checks that are it's going to take at least two weeks before you're going to see them in your accounts or mailed out to you. So here's you, you lost this week plus an additional two weeks. There's three weeks without an income for a lot of people, for millions of people. I'm not, I'm not at all comfortable with everybody getting a check. I, I don't think I should get a check. Uh, this is being in a, what, a semi-retirement sort of a thing. And uh, again, again, we talked about this last week, and I don't want to try to lay a guilt trip on everybody. But, and there's something else to think about when this is over. Start laying a few bucks aside. I, I know it's tough. I think that's, I think people are going to start doing that. I think that's going to change the way people operate. You may have to give up a couple of things that television tells you you can't live without. For 1995 plus shipping and handling, of course. Uh, but think about it. Think about it. Uh, and I'm not trying to claim that I've been that provident. But there will come a time when I'm going to be out there with everybody else and you, uh, you, you are working. But, uh, I, again, not out of any particular what feeling of, of, of fellowship or brotherhood or charity. But this should go to people who really need it. Now, this, obviously, that doesn't have to be said, but it's going to everybody. Yeah. And you also get this, this thing that I, I saw last night. When they start giving out the uh, guaranteeing the unemployment compensation, what's this going to do? South Carolina was mentioned because this was a South Carolina senator who brought it up. And the uh, they'll get the going rate of unemployment in South Carolina, which is, he said, I think it's thirty five dollars an hour. Right. And the person, let's say the person is already making fifteen dollars an hour. That's twenty dollars to stay home. Minimum wage. What's he going to do? Of course, he's going to jump into, into unemployment. And he's going to stay home for the thirty-nine weeks or whatever. Well, the, you uh, can't blame him. I mean, this this is your one shot. <laughs> yeah, right. That's it. Cash yeah. in, man. So, uh, yeah. I've got a comment from Denise. She's asked us to please address the Lakewood problem with the um, <laughs> with the gatherings of the weddings that had to be broken up. I think there were two big weddings yeah. that were just uh, basically disregarding the. Uh, 
the the laws about uh, gatherings over the last uh, week or so. Largest cluster of uh, corona in Ocean County. So um, wanted to feel your feelings on that. You got you got it. You got three uh, theocracies in the world. This is uh, governments or cultures that are run by God Himself, herself, to be politically correct. You got Israel, you've got Iran, and you've got Lakewood, New Jersey. Uh, theocracies, and they have their own culture, set their own rules, which they are legally entitled to do. But uh, they are often feel that they are bound by the Deuteronomic Code to perform certain functions. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, it is their problem. Uh, so I don't know. In answer to the question, I I, I don't. <sighs> I don't know what you do about that. This is something that uh, generally uh, the government looks at some of the shenanigans that go on in that particular culture and perhaps others. But let's say now we're talking about that one. The government takes kind of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge about it. Remember the the great welfare scam that went on down there. Right. And nothing, nothing much came of it. We have the one person, one of the great leaders who had scammed what, $800,000 or something, he sort of filched from the pot. And that fizzled kind of out because people are kind of afraid to touch them. So uh, I mean, they, they broke them up, did they not? That's, yes, they did. So, so that's it. Uh, it, would be nice if, it would be nice if they would abide by what And I'm sure there are other groups. I mean, we're pointing a finger at that particular one. But, well, look, how about this? Uh, consider this. There was talk at one time, much to do, uh, done about a uh, a zombie apocalypse, right. that the zombies would be here. Now, what is the definition of a zombie? A zombie is essentially brainless, a creature. It is uh, witless, no compassion, totally self-absorbed, caring only for instant gratification of their appetites. Mm. Now... Do the spring break people in Florida, do that ring a bell? If, wow. that, if they did not meet the definition of a zombie, I don't know what does. Yeah. So here we have a generation of zombies, and that fulfills the prophecy of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So look out. Look, they want to eat your brain, which is what political correctness does. So you see there's all kind of stuff going on there. Annie has got a comment. And this is a very good question. I don't know if we have an answer for this. How are parents dealing with child custody swaps, transferring kids between parents' homes? Are they allowed to do that? I have no idea because I don't know of anybody who's in that particular boat. So I, I don't so know. That is a great question. Uh, wish we had an answer for you. A couple of shout outs. Uh, Atlantic City, shout out. Uh, John says shout out to the Little Water Distillery in Atlantic City for using their equipment to make uh, bottle hand sanitizer. And they, they've been giving it away. Great job there, John. Little Water Distillery in Atlantic City. And Debbie is a grocery store clerk. People have been going absolutely nuts, understandably. Most of their customers have been wonderful. But you get some who are absolutely rude when you don't have a product or you ask them to do the social distance thing. We're all in this together. Let's have some respect for one another. Which brings a, another thing. What do, what do you think of that? idiot at the Wegmans over in uh, in uh, Freehold who uh, coughed on one of the workers who was clearing some of the uh, the prepared food and he said, oh, I have coronavirus. 
I, I think the attorney general mentioned that, did he not? And said that they're talking about possibly charging him with uh, terroristic, terroristic threat. It is. Well, how about the kids around the country who are going into markets and coughing into the produce? That, that's yeah. a big game they're yeah, playing right now. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So, well, do you, so do you think we're going to be able to, uh, well, and let's just talk about uh, the government response. I think uh, we've had a pretty good response from, uh, I, I like what Governor Cuomo has been doing. He's been right out in front of it. Um, do you think uh, some people are saying Cuomo for president now? Do you think that uh, that is a possibility? you think they could slide him in as a candidate? Well, so, well who, knows what, who knows what's going to happen? I have the faintest idea. I'm sure he would be very flattered by that. Yeah. And uh, these people, some of the people are doing, obviously doing an excellent job. Others. Uh, but again, you see, one thing that is uh, somewhat unfortunate is that all this is being played out uh, against the backdrop of a presidential election. Right. So politics is going to enter into it because the party that's out of the White House right now is, of course, and have been doing this, uh, certainly buttressed in the effort by media to do anything to change the, the parties in the White House, to, to defeat this president and put their own candidate, looks like it'll be Mr. Biden, to put him in. Right. And that's, that's the way politics goes in this country. So it is, it is incumbent upon the out party, which is the Democratic Party, to do everything they can to undercut any popularity of a candidate from the in party during the uh, election campaign, which is the elections in November. And this is going to be an interesting campaign. So the point is that we talk about all of these things. But there are so many unknowns. You don't know. You sit back and watch the passing parade. Have you have you been out to a to a market or shopping in, uh, this week? Yeah, uh, I went out uh, like last Friday was the last time I've been out. I've been really trying to stay low yeah. here, but uh, it was uh, it wasn't terrible. I mean, it, it has its moments. I think it depends on what time of day you go. I would think so, but I, I, I I've been curious. I've been tempted. I haven't been out, but I've been very tempted to do it. Just to see uh, what is left, because some of the some of the strangest things <laughs> disappeared from the shelves. Right. Well, I mean, we had enough of uh, everything product, and the 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 the, um, the supply chain keeps coming in. But for some reason, people can't get enough of that toilet paper and those uh, paper towels and things like that. Yeah. It's like it, you would think that people were would be overstocked by now. So I'm well, it's, when I go out the next couple of days, I'll be able to get at least enough to get through the next week. People rush to uh, adapt and to adopt, I guess, any fashionable trend <laughs> and uh, speech behavior. Uh, so it, it becomes the rage. It becomes the fad. I, I thought I would start something just to see what would happen. Claim there's going to be a run on on cat litter. Yeah, uh, or to say that we're going to run out of it, and I, people will go out. No doubt, you don't even have a cat, right? And stock up. I, I talked to somebody who went to one of the uh, big uh, discount places, BJ's, I think it was in this case. And as they were going in, here comes a person out with a big shopping cart because they have big. Yours, low. What is the point? I'm. You can freeze milk. But yeah. what, what is the point? I uh, did, When you were out last, was there a run on milk? 
I didn't uh, see that. But yeah, one, was, was, that was, yeah, it depends on where you go. Place to place is different. But yeah, I, I was uh, there. The, all the milk was sold out in the one place, but I could get it at another. So um, we're, we're running short here. Uh, Lou Hockman, our director, says we're going to have to start to wrapping it up. But I, I got a question for you. I mean, do you think uh, looking forward, do you think we're going to be looking at some normalcy around these parts anytime soon? Or do you think part of the country is going to open up or what you thought about that? Okay, this too shall pass. In my view, I think I think this is a warm-up. Now, I don't want to get into that at any length, but I've given it you know a certain amount of thought and have some thoughts on it. I think this is a warm-up, uh, and this is uh, sort of an early warning. <laughs> yeah. And I don't say that because I don't come from a theological point of view with that, because you see a lot of that now. I, I see that there are groups who are saying this is God's judgment, and I can't say that it's not. I do not know. But there are other uh, possibilities that play into something very similar to that. And I would just throw out the, the Gaia theory. And uh, we'll do that next time. I'd love to get into that a little bit. But this could be an early warning. Because if you, if you give the planet credit for being somewhat self-regulated, like some plants have built-in defenses, and they're not conscious like us, we don't know. You never talk to a marigold, but it has something that repels insects. Right. And so maybe the planet is trying to get rid of an, its infection, its virus, which is us. Right. To defend so, itself. So I guess. Far fetched, way out there. But, you know, there we are. So um, so for the time being, I mean, whether you agree with it or not, just stick with the, uh, the restrictions. Stay at home until you're yeah. told that it's okay to go out. We're all, you know, got to stick together on this because uh, whatever we're doing apparently is, you know, making some effect and we've just got to keep doing it. I know it's very, very difficult for a lot of people and it's it's inconvenient and it's just disrupting. But like you said, Jim, it's like we've got to do this for the better of everybody. Yeah, everybody will stay home and read books. All those books you bought because they were on the New York Times bestseller list, but you never opened Now's your chance. I think there's most of them. Yeah. Look, at, look at it that way. This is your chance. Hey, listen, yeah. God bless yeah. everybody. And, uh, and, and, and hang uh, in. We're all, we're all together. We're all in it together in the same boat. So you know, hang on to the gunnels. Here we go. Yep. And tonight, uh, right here on the Facebook Live and on New Jersey 101.5, Eric Scott has another coronavirus uh, special town hall tonight. He's going to have a panel of doctors and medical professionals answering your questions, the latest information, because things have certainly changed uh, in the last two weeks since Eric did his last town hall tonight. Live on New Jersey 101.5 FM on the New Jersey 101.5 app and right here on Facebook Live, taking your calls and questions and comments right here on New Jersey 101.5. And keep with us. We're your 24-hour, 24-7 source for coronavirus, round the clock, right here online and on air. Until next week, Jim Gerhardt, thanks for being with us. Stay safe, everybody. We'll catch you next Thursday. Yeah. Ghost with on you. Jim, it's always a pleasure being here with you, buddy.
Okay, see you later, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.